So when I reflect about our journey over the last five to six years, uh, it's not just about visual management. It is really the power is when you really bring many of the tools that are part of the lean body of language, such as lead standard work, the accountability system, gamma walk, problem solving. These elements become part of the lean management system that can help you sustain the lean production system. Uh, and I think that's where the power is. Welcome to There's a Better Way, a podcast series focused on exploring how operational excellence principles can provide solutions in your personal and professional life. Each episode, Dr. Arvind Chandrasekharan, professor and academic director at The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business, will sit down with a prominent expert or faculty leader to discuss problems we face in our world today. This program is brought to you by the Master of Business Operational Excellence. Welcome to There is a Better Way. I'm here with uh, Guru Vasudeva, Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Program and Application Services at Nationwide Mutual Insurance. Welcome to the program, Guru. Good morning. Guru, can you tell us more about what do you do at Nationwide uh, Insurance? Sure. Um, maybe I should start by sharing a little bit about Nationwide and our organization and then sure. uh, what I do. Uh, and many people know Nationwide as a auto and home insurance company, uh, which is a pretty big part of our business, but it's less than 40% of our uh, revenue. A uh, number of other businesses make up the rest of the company, uh, like our small business insurance, agricultural insurance, uh, high-risk insurance that we do for our, uh, our business owners across the country, as well as financial services in retirement plans and UTs and life and so on. To support all of these businesses, uh, we have our shared services IT organization. Uh, collectively across these businesses, we spend well over a billion dollars on IT, and uh, around 500 a million of that is spent on uh, developing new software solutions, doing program management to really meet business strategy. So my job is to uh, run software engineering and program management in support of that 500 plus million dollar program portfolio that we have that are tech-enabled investments. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. fun. You know, we support all kinds of systems, uh, all the way from uh, very jazzy mobile applications to legacy COBOL systems that actually run uh, some part of our business even today. Uh, okay, so the behind the scenes, actually, you do all the work for providing nationwide the support, right. the IT support that is required. So can you tell us more about, Guru, like uh, how many people work in your organization and where are all they located? I'm sure they're not located in one hub. They might be located all yeah. around the world, right? Yeah, we have around uh, uh, 12 to 1,300 people in my organizations. These are associate employees. Uh, I also manage uh, all of the variable workforce, our contractors. Uh, that's another 2,000 uh, uh, contractors uh, that we leverage in this space. Uh, so a total workforce of more than 3,000 people. And um, in terms of location, Columbus is... Uh, a pretty big portion of that. They are spread across in Columbus uh, between uh, a few buildings in downtown as well as in the Grandview Yard uh, area and, uh, and then Dublin. Uh, but then we also have our 
uh, very important remote locations such as uh, Des Moines, Iowa, Scottsdale, Arizona, Harleysville in Pennsylvania, and then uh, we have a small operation in Brea, California. Okay, so they are actually distributed all over the U.S. today. Right? Yes, yes, yes. So today, today we're going to talk with you, especially Guru, on the idea of um, creating visual management in Lean. I know, like uh, people might have uh, fairly got used to the term visual management of creating. Uh, a simple way of showing and tracking metrics. Can you tell us more about how do you actually use visual management uh, in your organization, and especially given that your organization involves people all over the U.S.? Yeah, you know, I got uh, introduced to uh, some of the lean concepts uh, 2013, like six plus years ago. At that time, we were really using it uh, at a agile development team uh, level. Uh, so as many of you, uh, many people know, as part of agile, you do daily stand-up, you've got a visual board that has got uh, use cases or story cards that you're working on, and then how is it actually progressing through development, testing, and then going into production. Um, I uh, had been exposed to agile before, but the concepts of lean became far more um, clear to me uh, when I took on an organization that was really bringing both Agile and Lean concepts together. And what we found is that uh, uh, when you really radiate the information in a visual way and all of the team members are aware of what are the priorities, what are the challenges, what are the roadblocks, even management is aware of them, uh, it was a very powerful way to solve problems and address them uh, without having to wait for monthly dashboards to come out uh, and so on. So I was very intrigued by what I saw with these agile teams and how they were using some of the lean tools, not just visual management, but other lean tools as well. And uh, we started to ask this question, if this works for our software development teams, can it work for our project managers? Can it work for our testing community. And we started to experiment with it. And um, uh, then we, uh, we thought that in order to gain the buy-in uh, from my direct reports, in order to really embrace these concepts ac across the different departments that I run, we decided to go do a few gamble walks. Uh, and uh, we visited a, a medical uh, organization uh, they're called the Palo Alto Medical Foundation in the Bay Area. Uh, they run uh, around 5,000 employees, uh, out of which 2,000 are doctors. The rest are like in you know, a nurses and the schedulers and so on. And they serve more than 700,000 uh, patients uh, in the broader Bay Area. And what was fascinating was all the way from the front line of the physicians uh, and the schedulers and the nurses, all the way to the CEO, uh, they were using visual management system. Uh, they were using A3 concepts. They were using uh, uh, Gamma Walk. They were using standard work. Many of the tools of lean uh, management system. Uh, so we said, if this works for a medical organization, if these kind of things work within Nationwide, for our development teams, why can't this really work for 
managing this large organization. So in 2014, we embarked on adopting uh, four or five uh, tools, if you will, from the lean uh, uh, body of work. Uh, first one is the leader-centered work. Second is the visual management system. Third is the accountability system. Fourth is problem solving and A3s. And fifth is gamble logs. Uh, and he said those become part of our um, management system, all the way from myself to my direct report to the next level. We developed the standard work. Uh, we developed visual management systems and so on. So we've been doing this for more than five years, not only in the front line, but also now top down for the managing the production. Uh, and uh, it's been really powerful uh, because what used to be uh, an issue would take several weeks by the time they reached a, uh, a leadership. Now they reach in near real time within hours or days mm. because of the way we built the visual management system and the, and the whole standard work across the organization. Mm. It's okay. completely the way we manage, uh, manage things. Okay. This is the first time I've heard like, um, a non-healthcare person saying that I've learned from healthcare. This is quite nice to hear that. Often we see that, hey, doctors, you've got to come and uh, watch a manufacturing or a hotel people to learn. Now you've actually learned from uh, Palo Alto Medical Foundation. That's that's very good. So, Guru, I want to go back to what you just said. Like you, you told me that uh, you started implementing uh, like the visual management, leader standard work, and accountability tracking along with problem solving, right? So, Again, these are tools, right? But but as you noted earlier on, um, you have a complex organization where you've got to change the behavior, the mindset of these people. So what did you do on that? Because again, these are important tools, but there is, I'm assuming, when you started doing it in 2014, people might have pushed you a little back saying, hey, can this work? And so how did you overcome those behavioral challenges? Yeah, you know, I have to admit that initially, I myself was not sold on the whole concept, right? Uh, I had heard about Toyota production system. I had heard about the lean, but I thought that only works in, um, in manufacturing and supply chain, those kinds of things, logistics. I didn't really think that it could apply to knowledge work, uh, but I had uh, the uh, fortunate uh, coincidence, if you will, a couple of people on my leadership team uh, by one gentleman by name Tim Lyons, another one by name Tom Pater. Mm -hmm. uh, both had done deep studies in the area of a lean and how it can be applied to uh, knowledge work. And uh, they are the ones who kind of started exposing me uh, to the concepts. And I give, you know, I owe a big gratitude to them for their contributions. And what happened is that then we needed to really see it work here at Nationwide, and that's why we started them more of the front line, right? Mm -hmm. Like the agile teams and the project managers and so on. Once it started to really take root in Nationwide at the front line level, then the question really for me and my management team was, uh, can this work for management? Mm -hmm. uh, and I had, a uh, couple of my cabinet members, leadership members, as I mentioned, Tim and Tom, both completely sold, and few others that were 
skeptical because they had not been exposed to it. So talking about change management, first thing that we decided to do is to do a uh, set up Gemba Walk. And mm -hmm. part of the Gemba Walk was really to follow all the medical foundation. Mm -hmm. Why those them is because their work is knowledge work. Their work is not manufacturing, right? Mm -hmm. And if that can work in that type of an environment, then can we apply it, right? So that was A. Second, we did a few other Gemba Walks uh, that also help uh, in different industries. Uh, and then we decided that we should really do a book study for my mm -hmm. leadership team. Mm -hmm. And the book study uh, was, uh, we chose the book, uh, Creating a Lean Culture by David Mann. Mm -hmm. uh, and when we, it really at least clicked for me, maybe it was obvious to others, the distinction between uh, lean production and lean management system. Mm -hmm. uh, even they complement one another, they're, they're two different things and how both are needed to truly embrace lean across the organization and get value. So uh, we decided coming out of the book study and the uh, Gamma Walks that we're not going to start keep talking about this. We're going to now start embracing it top down. So we scheduled uh, uh, an hour long workshop. Uh, again, you know, typically workshops at corporate America is really long, but we decided, hey, we're going to get 80% right. So we drew up our um, a visual management system within that hour, and uh, to this day, uh, 80 to 90 percent of it remains the same. Hmm. Uh, because you know intuitively what do you want to monitor when you know your production system. The second thing is we said we're going to start the leader standard work at my level. So we wrote my leader standard work, and we then said, um, what does the leader standard work for? each of my direct reports. When we started doing this at the top, it, uh, it really got the um, layers of management intrigued by the idea and they started to uh, adopt it, uh, pull it uh, on their own. And that was a big part of the change management practice. The other part was we said, you know, after some time, we wanted everybody to have these, you know, leader uh, standard work. We wanted everybody to be doing Gamble Walk. So it became a little bit prescriptive because we wanted to make sure it was not partially implemented. Hmm. So we used a number of, you know, uh, methods of signals, leadership signals, leadership behavior. Uh, if I say that I'm going to come for a Gamble Walk, suddenly people get like, oh, I better learn, right? So we did a lot of different things uh, in terms of techniques, if you will, to drive the change management. Uh, so one is a top-down signal from leadership. Uh, second is our own behaviors. Uh, third is uh, us going to Gamma Walk really encouraged uh, people to really think, ah, they need to really start doing these things at their level. After some time, we did say that all of our management should have a leader centered work. All mm -hmm. of us should be doing gamble walks, right? So it was a, uh, a multi-pronged approach to really drive the organization. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to final implementation, to do this across thousands of people, you need coaches who can mm -hmm. go to departments and train them about the concepts, right? So we did leverage a small group of coaches to really help kind of 
uh, I should play as a catalyst, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, so what I heard from this a very nice summary, by the way, is like uh, to change the behaviors, it starts from the leader. It starts from you setting an example. It starts from you defining your work and then having others follow it. And it starts from your behavior. So if there is a listener out there who wants to change as a leader, the behaviors of uh, their peers start with you and then show it's important to you. And this is how it's important to the organization. That way. Yes, it's it's starting at uh, my level, but not just me, uh, Mm -hmm. but my leadership team, right? So we all were in this together Mm -hmm. uh, and that was very powerful. Okay. So Guru, I want to go back and uh, um, as you very nicely explained about the visual management and and you mentioned also that people uh, that are uh, uh, in your nationwide are actually sometimes coming from all over uh, the U.S. So one one thing that listeners often, again, who have practiced visual management have often wondered this idea of, okay, um, yeah, we practice visual management. We have uh, every day I get to stare at a screen and we try to like, okay, and understand the metrics in the screen. Um, do you think that's a best practice or do you think there are other best practices? Or, because some, sometimes given the distributed nature of the work, people might uh, say I can do visual management electronically. Do you think that's the way to go or do you think there are other better ways to think about it? You know, um if we did not have the complexity of, you know, distributed organizations uh, across geographic boundaries, uh, really physical visual management is, boards uh, and signals is the is uh, we have found that to be uh, very very powerful. Um, so we uh, recognizing the power of it. The power is really it take what used to be hidden in a spreadsheet and a dashboard that somebody may or may not look at to physical things that you interact with on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Uh, there is something tangible about that. Uh, there is something tangible about picking up a card and making a commitment and moving it from one state to the next in front of your peers. That is, um, even after all of this electronic capabilities, you know, coming from an IT guy, uh, there is something powerful about the physical aspect of it. Uh, But we have to recognize that we do have some teams that are distributed. Half of the team is in one location and the half in the other. So when we have that, our typical recommendation is that both parts of that team have their physical boards in both of those locations. Hmm. Uh, Don't hide it into uh, into uh, just digital. They will need digital because they need to be able to sync things across. It's a little bit of a manual work to make mm-hmm. them sync mm-hmm. the board, but we still think that that's very powerful. Otherwise, uh, we could just get lo- you know go back to managing everything by spreadsheets where everything is hidden because it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Uh, so we find the physical aspect has got a lot of value to it. Now, if the entire team is actually, there is no critical mass in one or two locations, mm-hmm. then uh, you have to admit and uh, really embrace um, uh, uh, digital only form of visual management system. Uh, I would encourage leaders to ask the question, uh, how do you promote collaboration in that type of a setting? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the best that you can do? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at corporate America 15, 20 years ago, 
people were really sending everybody home to work. Mm -hmm. uh, but the tide is kind of swinging back and saying, no, there is power in people coming to work, interacting in a co-located location. So I don't have a prescriptive, this is the one answer. You've got to really you know, adapt to what works for you as an organization. But we have found the physical boards to be incredibly powerful. Okay, because this is fascinating for me. Just listen to what you just um, narrated because what you're doing is a couple of things. One is, yeah, visual management gives you the cadence of tracking and catching issues uh, then and there just in time. But it is also, given the way that you're doing it at Nationwide, it is also a conduit for creating collaboration. So uh, even if there are three or four people in one location, having transferring their extra effort to transfer something from a digital thing to something physical brings them on board, brings them together. And that is very powerful because that way they're not only learning about where they're moving, but they're also collaborating, understanding the nature of work. So, so that would be a nice thing. I mean, like this is counter to what sometimes we often think that you're adding waste by creating redundancies in visual management. But the waste here is actually promoting collaboration. So that's a very nice way to think about what you just said, Guru. Yeah, you know, if you think about uh, the original concepts of lean, right? I mean, the, from the Toyota production system, uh, the in manufacturing, mm -hmm. uh, a manager uh, could just sit in their cube and manage the production floor through spreadsheets and dashboards, right? Mm -hmm. But what Toyota really brought is this idea of Gamba Walk. Gamba Walk literally means go to the place of the work, right? See what is going on, interact with the people, uh, see where is the bottleneck, uh, help problem solve and remove the bottleneck with the front line taking the lead and you as a manager uh, helping remove barriers, right? Those concepts are really hard to do in knowledge work because in knowledge work, um, a lot of it is actually especially in, let's say, IT uh, or call centers, it's actually tucked away in some kind of a system. So if we don't visualize it, we will never know what the bottlenecks are, what are the blockers are. So for us, uh, it's kind of fascinating at Nationwide, IT actually led the way in uh, doing physical visual management system mm -hmm. uh, as a part of our lean management system because we found value in it. Now, don't get me wrong, not everybody buys into what I just said, even at Nationwide, right? So there are people that are constantly kind of thinking that this is waste and that they want to go back. I don't know, we have found, uh, this is just not me, I'm not in academia, so I'm not really sponsored a, uh, or studied specific um, uh, set of organizations, statistically significant data points or anything like that. But from what, what we have observed, we have found immense value in making things physically, visually represent because in knowledge work, if you don't do it, you as a leader have no way to know what the issues are other than through spreadsheets and dashboards that are tucked away somewhere. Yeah, and again, uh what you just said is an interesting uh, uh, information for our listeners because, again, not everything can work at every places. Uh, try this out, experiment it, see whether it works, adapt it, 
otherwise change back, right? So that's the entire process that you're talking about. So this has been very, very interesting discussion with you, Guru. I really want to thank you for taking your time and joining us today for our podcast. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of There's a Better Way. To listen to our other episodes and for more information on the Master of Business and Operational Excellence, please visit go.osu.edu backslash M-B-O-E.